0: We're also on the Marketing Podcast Network at marketingpodcast.net. And of course, you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You heard her, go subscribe.
1: Welcome to the Collective Cafe, a virtual coffee experience, which takes place every single Monday through Friday, 8 to 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time in both Alpha Collectives Discord, that's discord.gg forward slash Alpha Collective, and Startup Club's house in Clubhouse. It's free. It always will be free. There are no strings attached. There is no bait and switch, lurk or listen only, chat with one another in our back chat, or even come onto stage. The coffee shop is open for business. Whether you're on the treadmill, getting the kids ready for school, getting yourself ready for work, commuting into the big bad city, or maybe just even commuting from your bedroom to your home office. On Monday, we manifest. On Tuesday, we talk thought leadership, On Wellness Wednesday, we discuss mental health, wellness and life skills. On Thursday, we do live book reads and discussions with the author. And then on Friday, it's no agenda Friday where there is no agenda. Start your day off on the right foot, on the front foot with virtual coffee, with the Collective Cafe, where we mastermind, we manifest, we collaborate, we help one another at the business of web three or anything else that intersects whether it's culture collaboration creativity innovation disruption entrepreneurship or coaching so give us a subscribe bits.ly forward slash collective cafe to go or a review on your favorite podcast platform if you're listening on demand or of course join us every day live it is addictive and remember it is a safe welcoming space and you will never, ever be put on the spot. This is Alpha Collective's Collective Cafe. My name is Joseph Jaffe. Good morning, good morning everybody. It is September 12th, 8.01 a.m. We are in the, the crazy troubled place that is Clubhouse. And we are also on Discord, in Discord, I forgot to put the link up above this is the home the home of the collective cafe um you're gonna want to um you're gonna want to come and visit come and register on discord i'm putting it in now discord.gg-alpha collective it is free and uh, it's our home so you know if we go anywhere if something happens to clubhouse um this is where we we are live right now in Discord, and uh, if we even leave Discord at some point, you'll know where we go. Um, so, a few shout-outs. There's Trisha and Jaron, Eric, Jason, um, Jeanette, Christopher John Martins just joined as a listener, uh, Anjanti, Chinari. Uh, welcome, everybody. Uh, I um, I discovered... Uh, first of all, my name is Joseph Jaffe, as the intro says, Um, I am soon to be a six-time author. My new book is called Forever Changed, How a Global Pandemic Changed My Direction, My Purpose, and My Life. My first book was called Life After the 30-Second Spot. Then I wrote Join the Conversation, Flip the Final Zero, and Built to Suck. And um, what else? I have uh, Alpha Collective, which is a professional organization ...that helps marketers with Web3, AI and whatever comes next. I'm now describing it as YPO meets the Illuminati. I think that's a good way to describe it. Um, what else can I tell you? Um, well, I have a show called Joseph Jaffe is Not Famous... ...because my next guest is. This week we have Dr. Seth Norholm... ...who will be um, talking about the business, science and culture of fear. He's um, He's brilliant. And I uh, saw him on CNN. So uh, it's pre-recorded. So I mean, I'm going to be pushing out that episode uh, probably tomorrow, September 13th. And then finally, um, I'm a business coach. I'm actually a teacher, facilitator, and coach, f- facilitator and coach. Um, and my why statement is: as a teacher, facilitator, and coach, I help entrepreneurs, actually high aspiring entrepreneurs, because you've got to be high aspiring entrepreneurs, business owners, and their leadership teams get unstuck, return to growth, and become forever changed. And, of course, I run the Collective K- Cafe here Monday through Friday, 8 to 9. So I went into um, the Collective Cafe today, I mean, I went into uh, the Google today, and uh, I decided I wanted to see if, uh, if there were any AI, um, any, any AI solutions that would create jingles um, so I actually came up with uh, this one. I'm going to play you. Um, so first of all, I'm debuting today. I'm pre-recording today. If you want to come along, it could be quite fun, actually. Uh, so I've got Neil, Con- Neil Conlon, who is an amazing, amazing uh, life coach and business coach. And uh, I just was on his show, and now um, he's coming on my show. We actually, uh we're going to talk about so many amazing things today. Um, and we are um, we are pre-recording at 1 p.m. today, Eastern Standard Time. If you want to sit in on it and comment, uh, ask questions, you can actually you actually will be on the show. So what we do is, I mean, you won't be on the show video, but your comments will be on the show, and we may very well address your question or comment, etc., etc. So that's the link. I just put that below. But I'm actually debuting a new segment uh today called Two Truths and a Lie. Now Two Truths and a Lie, well you know the game, but let me explain to you how it originated. How it originated was that um I actually asked my guests for three fun facts or three things that people might not know about you, fun facts, kind of obscure facts about you. And I've always kind of focused on those three. And then, you know, one what what actually happened was I had one guest who just didn't submit the three the the three um, fun facts. I was like, you know, screw it. If you're not going to submit the fun facts, I'm just going to create made-up ones for you. And so I went to ChatGPT and I made up three fun facts. Uh, And they loved it, actually, because, you know, I customized it to them so that it wasn't just random as well. So anyway, today I'm actually debuting that. So Neil knows what the fun fact is that is not true. And he's got to be able to talk to both of them I mean, he's got to talk to obviously the two truths because they're true and then talk to the lies if it was true. And then what we'll do is when the show comes out in about six weeks or seven weeks, we'll have a poll, we'll have a way for people to vote. They might even win something. They might win a free coaching session with him. They might win a free coaching session with me as well. So a little bit of fun. So anyway, I decided like I need a jingle for it. Um, And so I used, um, I actually used an AI tool to come up with, like the placeholder with the image. Uh, but this is what, so I found uh, a service today. I don't know that, that it's the best yet, just being very honest with you. Um, you'll see why, because this, the, the actual lyrics are still in beta. And um, basically, it's exactly what happens when you go to mid-journey and you, try, and you type in text the text comes out gobbled. It doesn't know how to kind of recognize or treat the text. And, uh, and so there, I have another, I found another AI tool that does a brilliant job with text. Um, so where, for example, I did one episode of the show, just being a little provocative. Um, so I had Dan Lyons on the show who wrote the, the book STFU. And so I had, um, I had Donald Trump at a rally um, you know, kind of like speaking in an angry tone, but he was wearing instead of the MAGA cap, it said STFU on it. Um, so that came out beautifully. So anyway, I found I found a solution today, and um, and it's called now where the hell is it? Oh, it's called um, Splash. So I guess it's um, I'm in uh, SplashMusic.com, and um, and then I kind of like upgraded to pay like ten bucks because. I wanted to get the lyrics in. So this is what the Two Truths and a Lie sounds like. Um, I'll play it for you. Two truths in a lie, can you guess which is which? Tune in, lean and don't you dare miss a pitch. It's Joseph Jack, not famous, but you'll see. We twist, we turn in search of reality. Two truths and a lie. Oh, is, I mean, that actually sounded really good. That came out really, really good. So then I tried to do one for the Collective Cafe. Um, and for some reason, just certain words were just, it was just kind of, um, um, first of all, actually, what I did, I, I used ChatGPT to come up with the original lyrics for Two Truths and a Lie. Um, and then for the Collective Cafe, I actually used Splash's AI um, tool to come up with, with the actual lyrics. Um, So, um, let me play, so the lyrics are actually, we all come together at the collective cafe, a place of acceptance, no judgment here today. Our ideas shared, no one is left behind. Here we all are, a collective, a collective mind. So, this is is what, what we ended up with. I mean, it's, it's not terrible. It's actually, the lyrics are great. The sound is great. It's just the articulation of the lyrics. So I'm going to keep playing around with it. Um, and um, yeah, I thought it was kind of interesting. Um, so, so I wanted to share with that. It's called Splash. So Splash Music. Um, Splash and I'm, and I'm paying $10, $10 a month for the pro version. So yeah, so just uh, love to hear your thoughts on, on what you thought of it. Um uh, Budweiser boy said I had one doubt, Jeffy. What what's the doubt? Is Budweiser boy still here? I don't know what the, what the doubt is. Let's see. Is Budweiser boy still in the room? Um you know, I I think what's happening now with um with uh with Clubhouse is people are people are kind of confused. I don't think people know what to do. Uh my sense, right? Uh, my sense is, um, um, they, they, um, you know, now that this whole thing with with uh, with um, the terms of service, terms and conditions, you know, like who owns your voice, who owns this, who owns that, um, of course the new format, etc. And I've I've just chosen to kind of uh, ignore everything, um, just because I just have a real I have a real problem with just rooms about rooms about rooms about rooms about free advice and, and, and free consulting and no consulting for um you know for, for clubhouse and whatever's gonna be is gonna be. Um what I am you know, I I'll pick up what I need to pick up. So for example, um until they fix their terms of service, um I'm just gonna go ahead and just delete um all my replays, as many as possible. Um, but at the same time, you know, it's the same thing that happened with Zoom. You know, there's there's selective outrage, there's complete outrage, um, and, and deserve it outrage, I might add. And eventually, they renege, and it's you know stuff that the lawyers came up with. And you know what you realize today, anyway, is like is like we've we've already sold <laughs> we've already sold our souls to the devil, uh, and that by devil I mean Zuckerberg. Uh, but like we really have i mean we've every time we just every time we logged in quite frankly with our um with our facebook credentials we were doing that and we kind of know that so in many respects um real and true privacy and safety um you're only going to get some you're only going to get that in a community to be honest um you know that's that's kind of what i'm trying to build with with alpha collective is the ability to create the curate to not create but to curate right to create and curate a safe space for people to come together quality over quantity but as long as we continue to focus on quantity um, we will always um, we will always have to check something at the door we'll always have to sell something the reason I'm in clubhouse is because I'm trying to grow the collective cafe I'm trying to grow our Discord, right now in Discord, there's no one in Discord. It's just me. I'm just, you know, uh, our regulars have chose like Bez and and Christopher. Dan just came in, thank God. Dan Simon, Dan uh, Cinnamon, um, just came into Discord. F- finally, uh, you know, I uh, I appreciate you, Dan, more than you would more than you would know. Yeah, but even like Bez and and Christopher, who of course I appreciate. Uh, tremendously as well. Now he just jumped out for a second. Why? Because he came in and was like, oh, there's no one here. Let me leave. Can you see the whole dynamic, how how crazy the di- dynamic is? Like Bez and Christopher are like, well, I'd rather be in Clubhouse because, you know, there are more people here. I don't want to be in a place where I feel alone. I-, I would do the same if I was them. Dan just j- jumped in and was like, there's nobody here. Let me leave. Let me go back to Clubhouse. Um, and so it's this constant battle that we have between quality and quantity right um it's a constant battle um how do we grow audience how do we curate audience how do we nurture audience um you know it still comes down to that that old saying that says the only thing worse than an overcrowded pub or or club is an empty one uh thanks for coming back dan um right the only thing worse than an overcrowded club or pub is an empty one. Um but I've I've tried to change that. I've tried to say well what if you flipped that? Hello Jensa. Jensa just popped in as well. What if we flipped that on its head? What if actually the best thing was the empty club or the empty pub or the empty restaurant where you could actually create something, you know, kind of um and curate something, bring in your friends. Um, you know, be a builder, be there at the grassroots, kind of build it up from the ground up. You know, kind of place where you can build a relationship with the curator. Um, hello, hello, uh, Uti, Alti. Um, I'm getting old, I can't even spell properly. Um, so, uh, Alti just jumped in as well. So, that's another thing as well. I mean, think about that. Think about the the ability to build a relationship with the owner, the curator, the the manager, et cetera, where everyone knows your name, right? Cheers. Where you're not just a number, you're not just a data point. You're you're not just like number thread three hundred and seventy two thousand four hundred and fifty one. That 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 badge that's on your Instagram. I don't even know why it's there because, you know, at the end of the day, I mean let's let's be honest. The only people that are really up there high up, like one or twelve or fifty-five or even fourteen thousand are going to be the people that work for the company or celebrities. We're not, we're not them. We're not those. We're not that important. Uh, uh, we're not important enough. So maybe it is an interesting flip that says, says, do you want to be not just a builder, but do you want to be a pioneer? Do you want to be a founder? Do you want to be able to say, do you want to be an OG? Do you want to be able to come in and say, I was there right at the beginning? Um, I was there. I was able to come and create something and be part of something um at the at the early beginnings at the humble uh beginnings. so I don't know just some some interesting thoughts as well. um, I love the idea yesterday I was driving um so yesterday, I actually had the ability to test um and uh and so I can still go uh, live on discord and clubhouse at the same time. Um, but I am going to start to experiment a little bit more. I am going to start to do things like, for example, on a Friday, I might only go live on LinkedIn or um, et cetera, et cetera. So we're going to just keep on mixing things up, seeing what seeing what sticks. I mean, that at the end of the day, that's what we try to do, right? When we're testing and learning, when we're experimenting, we're trying to see what works, what doesn't work, what sticks. Uh, I've built an entire career around experimentation and trial and error, um, and also not giving up too soon, um, which is very important um, as well. So anyway, a little bit of preamble and prelude. Um, certainly when we get to No Agenda Friday on Fridays, if anybody wants to discuss what's going on, it's open mic, so anyone wants to discuss what's going on in Clubhouse, out of Clubhouse, I'm happy to discuss that. Um, I personally have not participated in any of these voice notes and voice chats. Um, I've watched them, and I've and I found some of them to be quite intriguing. There are some really creative approaches as well, um, like asking people to come up with best practices, or um, you know, or um, you know, continue lyrics of a song. There, there are definitely some creative applications, and then there also are um, some nice builds as well. When you actually are asking people to build on a on a bit of thought, um, what I don't what I'm not loving are just these asynchronous conversations. Um, Mind scribed. I just want to say hi to you and uh, who came in and 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 Dan. Just all the people that have come in today. I'm just waving to you as well. Um, welcome to our Discord. As I said, you know, just um, just be comfortable. I mean, be in the mode that works for you, best for you. What I love about Discord, I mean, at one point, honestly, we had uh, Ngenso is one of our regulars and and Shadows, and you can see them. It says, followed by speakers. Now, um, we, we would have 13, 14, 15 people in the morning, and maybe we'll get back up there again. I absolutely 1 billion percent believe that we are going to end up with hundreds, if not thousands of people. Why? Because, um, I mean, okay, why? Because... This is, this is a weird way to express it, but where else are you going to go? I don't mean you, but, like, well, where's the competition? Who else is doing something? This is a crazy thought, right? Who else is, I guess, maybe breakfast with champions? Um, but, like, first of all, where are all the people? Let's always start off with that. There are 8 billion people on this planet, and they're all searching for the collective cafe. They just don't know that it exists yet. Right. So so if you if you come up with that abundance uh approach, which is there are millions of people that are desperately looking for a, a show, a a community, a conversation, um somewhere to hang out. You know what I love, uh, first of all, what I love about um our Discord is that there is the cafe chat. So people can actually end up having a full on conversation with each other, posting photos and gifts and and um and video and links, etc. Find it to be, um, because of the desktop components, a lot easier to manage than mobile. But of course you can do it here as well. So anyway, just want to again say to, to Mindscribed and Ulti and Dan, um, for, who are new faces, um, welcome uh, Jensa, who is, a, uh, I will, who is just a wonderful face um, and a regular. And then of course, Christopher, Bez and Shadows, wherever you go is good enough for me. Whichever platform you choose is good enough for me. So I wanted to talk about a continuation of this thought. Um, even though I, I realized that I, I mistyped it in in uh, in Discord, not chief stability office. Although that's probably everything is Freudian. Um, so change the topic. I'm going to change it to officer. Um, I was listening to a podcast about AI and about this concept of of technology stability and the importance of regulation and yada, yada, yada. And it just, it, it just inspired me enough to actually think about this idea of what if a business had a chief stability officer or, or, a, or quite frankly, a stability office, a stability department? What would that department do? What, what would its function be? Is this a new it, – it's, it's a new title for sure, but is it a new role? Uh, would other roles fold into it? Um, could we, for example, be bringing in um, sales and marketing, ops and finance, and and kind of you know, and 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 each one of those competencies? Um, for example, stability. Does stability run horizontal or vertical in a business? And what I mean by that is that you know that you want a stable business, no doubt, right? Um, or is just stability something that is more important in one? department than another well i think we have to define what stability means so on one hand um and just to preempt what's about to happen what's about to happen is is i went um i love to do this now it's my new fun uh, fun activity i go to ChatGPT, uh, chat gpt and i say um and i and i say this was the prompt if a company had a chief stability officer what would that job entail what function would they perform? Please write a job description for this new role that might be handed uh, to an executive recruiter. So I've not seen the result yet, um, and I'm not going to until I've had a chance just to riff on what I believe a chief stability officer would do. Now, of course, the beauty of it and what I found is we absolutely have the ability. Um, to actually brief and be specific and say, here's what I think a a chief stability officer would do or could do. What do you think? Or what else might? Or does this make sense? So you can actually kind of like at least lead the the AI uh, and then kind of say, well, what else you got? Um, Or you can keep it a little bit more open-ended. So first of all, um, the first thing that popped into my head was was uh, stability equals consistency and consistency equals process. So this is almost, it seems like, very operationally driven. Um, stability means everything is generally, you know, the opposite of stability is 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 instability or unstable. So what is it when a business is unstable? Well, there are two parts. But the first part one would imagine is if we're used to doing things a certain way, the same way, not wrote or stayed, but because it works, because this is the way, you know. Um, uh, I don't know if any of you saw, um, oh Lord, what's the, um, what is the movie on McDonald's uh, but under the arches or the movie on McDonald's with uh, Michael Keaton? It is called um, The Founder, so when you there's just a part or a scene in that movie, you know, just in terms of the science and the, you know, the operationalizing of how many squirts of ketchup and how many pickles and and how to create the the most, um, you know, to create a, a Big Mac, and and you you might think about it, you might think of it and think, well, why is it that important? how much squeeze of a ketchup or whether it's got one pickle or two pickles or you know why is that important? why not just like why does it have to be like um like you know minutied or operationalized to at to a to almost like this ridiculous rigidity and 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 because that is the essence of branding the essence of branding is all about consistency that you go into Mcdonald's in in you know in Mauritius um okay it might be different because it's Hindu and that, I'm not sure you'd be eating cow there. Uh, so let's uh, let's go into a different example. You go into a McDonald's in Sao Paulo versus Seoul, right, versus, you know, um, New York City. You should be, for the most part, getting the same product, the consistency. But no one ever talks about stability, you know, from a consistency standpoint and a branding standpoint. And that is one of the most Important aspects. That's why stability. That's the marketing connection to stability. When things all work the same way, when your best and your mo, when your your most important activities are done the best way and the right way every single time, without ambiguity, without confusion, um, without subjective interpretation, um, it certainly makes training. And development, um, you know, it makes everything more fun, you know, for the most part, because um, you're not wasting energy um, now in the quality control department trying to work out why one burger tastes different to another, um, or you know, heaven forbid, someone that goes and says, "I went into a uh, into a McDonald's in Nairobi, and the experience was so different to London." Or the flip side is the ability to say, you know what? There's something about I was in, you know, I was in Shanghai, and uh, you know, I couldn't speak a word of the language, and I couldn't even read anything because I can't read Chinese. But I just saw the beautiful yellow M, and I knew I was home. And I went in, and I said Big Mac, and I got the same thing that I get in Boise, Idaho. Right? So, so stability. Process consistency, um, which leads to scalability, is just so. I mean, that that's clearly the one element. I think you would all agree with me when we talk about stability. But would a chief stability officer really? Would that be their main function? Quality control. I mean, surely that would be the role of someone who sits in the in the quality and ins- quality assurance, or you know, or or product delivery you know department that seems like an ops function develop the process and move on do you really need a c suite person do you really need a chief stability officer um i think it, i think we have to unpack that a little bit more i think we have to go a little bit deeper i think we have to look at the, at the essence of what chaos you know a chief stability officer to me their main function is to eradicate uh confusion, ambiguity, and ultimately chaos. Now, the thing, of course, is that can be created inside the company or outside the company. So the inside part, in a way, you can control. The outside part is a lot harder to control. A chief stability officer, in my opinion, they're trying to create that bridge. They're trying to create um, and and um, at least, let's say, uh, eliminate instability, ambiguity, confusion, or chaos inside because they have more power or control or influence over that. But outside the company, at best, they can attempt to insulate. At best, they can attempt to minimize. Um, at best, they can, they can attempt to create some kind of at least plan, contingency plan, um, plan of action, plan of attack, Uh, If, you know, if then scenario planning as well to deal. I mean, I just saw, um, I just saw, I haven't uh, read it or processed it, um, but uh, um, Scott Galloway, Prof G, um, you know, presents Pivot with Kara Swisher, uh, teacher, uh, professor at NYU, um, he had a show on CNN Plus, which disappeared because CNN Plus disappeared. Um, but uh, very outspoken and uh, definitely, I would say his brand is is definitely on the up. Uh, he just there's an article now that just came out and it says, "You're dead in 18 months or less," Scott Galloway on the future of CMOS. Now, many people. Uh, come up with these kind of the death of the CMO and the death of this and the death of that. Hell, I mean, I wrote a book called Life After the Thirty Second Spot. Um, in many respects, uh, I was there before Prof G talking about this. Um, but when he says, I think says that, I think you pay attention. I mean, I think you pay attention um, when when I again, I haven't read the article yet. I'll post it here for you um, just so you can read it. Um, but when we're talking about entire functions, titles, roles, functions, capabilities, competencies disappearing, um, maybe we should be paying attention. Maybe that sounds like chaos to me. You know, what's going on with Clubhouse right now is chaos. Maybe if Clubhouse had a chief stability officer, um, they'd be able to make a little bit more sense of what's going on. How do you, you know, now... By the way, let's let's just talk about two things, right? We always talk about signal and noise, right? How do you create signal from noise? When there is chaos, when there is instability, when there is confusion, when there is ambiguity, there's a lot of noise. There's a lot of interference. There's a lot of, um, you know, different voices, not necessarily, you know, operating from the same playbook, singing in unison, singing in harmony, we're not all reading from the same sheet music. Right? And even if we are, do we necessarily know our parts? First of all, let's just let's just unpack that a little bit more. There's sheet music. Do we even know? First of all, do we have sheet music in front of us? Second of all, do we even know how to read sheet music? Third of all, do we know our parts? Right? They're different parts. Fourth of all Can we even perform the instrument or sing in key? We may not even be talented at what we're doing and have the ability or the talent to do it. And fifth and finally, is there a conductor? Is there someone that can actually orchestrate, integrate, harmonize, and bring everything together? That, in many respects, is a chief stability officer. Their goal is to create that that peace that you know that um resonant harmony um i remember that um that concept was introduced to me very very early um resonant i think it's called resonant harmony um i, th- I hope i didn't forget what it is i'm i'm googling it now i th- no it's it's actually called it's not called that it's called it's called i'll tell you what it's called it's called Harmonic resonance resonance. Harmonic yeah. Harmonic resonance. It's a very powerful concept. Um so I want to let me let me uh let me use ChatGPT and give you a um a better because I know what I'm trying to do with you. Um so I'm gonna say uh can you hold on, can you give me a definition of harmonic resonance? Um, you know, uh, for non-technical, because I'm non-technical, uh slash you know, uh, people. um so from my understanding before before I get the chat GPT solution, is harmonic resonance is what happens when you have a bunch of different frequencies or different instruments on different frequencies, and what they what eventually starts to happen is they all adapt to or blend to or pick up the same. Uh, resonance. So let me see. Uh, Here's the definition. Harmonic resonance is like that magical moment when two singers hit the same note and the room suddenly feels alive with sound. It's as if their voices are amplifying each other. In science, it's when one object vibrates at a certain frequency and causes another object to vibrate in sync, making both of them sing louder or more intensely. It's a phenomenon that shows up everywhere from swinging pendulums to guitar strings and it's all about things being uh, in tune to amplify the impact. That's always the goal, right? The goal is for everybody to be on the same page. The goal is for everybody to be kind of moving in the same direction, and you can only do that when you've been able to, you know, fulfill those five conditions that I outlined earlier. Um, so um, Chief Stability Officer, they are certainly process-driven. They are uh, conductors. Um, they are doing their best to um, manage the the chaos inside the company, the controlled chaos, and they're also doing their best to make sense of the chaos outside of the company. Um, so let's see what ChatGPT came up with. Job description. Chief Stability Officer. Company overview. We're not your average company in a world of constant chaos. Our mission is to build a fortress of stability. We're at the vanguard of a new corporate evolution, and we're looking for a Chief Stability Officer CSO to lead the charge. Position summary. The Chief Stability Officer is a senior executive role responsible for ensuring the long-term viability and resilience of the organization. This is not about maintaining the status quo. It's about evolving strategically to withstand shocks, be they financial, operational, or existential. Uh, I suppose that would be AI, right? Uh, Key responsibilities. Number one, I won't go into into the actual uh, definitions, but I'll just read the 10. Um, Strategic equilibrium, financial foresight, crisis command, team tenacity, operational integrity, data-driven decisions, sustainable stewardship, regulatory rigor, market mastery, C-level collaboration, qualifications, minimum 15 years of experience in a leadership role, preferably within a complex dynamic industry, a proven track record of driving stability and resilience in prior roles, exceptional communication skills, both written and verbal, MBA or equivalent preferred but not required. We value experience and results, not just letters off to a name. Hmm. Uh, Reporting. The chief stability officer reports directly to the CEO. Compensation, negotiable. But let's just say we value stability in more ways than one. And then it ends by saying, you want stability? Buckle up because you're going to be in the driving seat of making it happen. This is an opportunity to redefine corporate norms and make a lasting impact. So, if you're an executive who's never content with business as usual, we want to hear from you. Interested parties can reach out for a 90-minute exploratory meeting to dig into the nitty-gritty and talk about shaping the futures. You see what ChatGPT has just done there? It's already kind of building in my own call to action because I've told it in advance what I want calls to action to always be. Because if stability is the new disruptor, you're going to want to be on the ground floor to learn more, visit our website, or better yet, let's have a face-to-face conversation. No time wasters, please. We're in the stability business after all. Hey, what did you think about that? Did you like that? Uh, would your business want um, to actually um, advertise that position? Would you want to... Hello, Praxim. Would you want to uh, apply for that position? Um, I, I, I think, as always... Um, you know, ChatGPT nailed it for the most part, um, and um, and and I like it. I like the idea of actually including stability um, in in a title. I don't know necessarily that this is a department at all, but I do think that it is a role or a function. And I actually think that companies need to think more about it because you know. Th- we're not operating right now in in business as usual anymore. There is no business as as usual. Every single minute, moment, day, week, month, quarter, there are um, there are going to be twists and turns and curveballs and um, you know and an unforeseen and unexpected. Strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, threats. Uh, but for the most part, let's just call them opportunities and threats rather than just kind of SWAT. Right? It's going to be the the um, both internal, you know, um, internal ideas and external ideas as well. Um, how does how do you how do you govern them? How do you yes and them? How do you allow them to flourish? How do you escalate them? How do you ensure that, there aren't, that they aren't snuffed out? How do you give credit where credit is due? Um, in a way, um, it seems like I'm starting to flit or flirt with culture itself, and why not? Um, how can you be a chief stability officer? How can you practice stability and not, A, have a stable culture, uh, a, a healthy culture, I should say, a growing culture, an adapting culture, an evolving culture, but also not have not have a hand or a say or an influence or some uh, you know direct or indirect impact on culture. Um, I mean, I say that um, very um, rhetorically because the answer is clearly you must and you have to. Um, I would love to hear what some of you think. I know, kind of, Christopher Bears. This is you know, partly, uh, your, your, your gig is partly your, uh, uh, your jam. Um, what you guys think about it and, and looking in the audience as well. Um, what do you think about it? I'm, you know, I feel that I would love to hear some thoughts, whether it's in the comments or anyone wants to come up. I feel also like being true to, you know, Club the same thing on discord, by the way. Um, you know, I see how Peggy just jumped in as well. So, um, Um, it's great I mean today by the way I think we had maybe the most people we've had in our discord in and out Uh, but mindscribed you're new if you want to raise your hand you can do that Um, I think you've been in before now suddenly now that I'm thinking about it maybe I'm wrong Um, Praxim if you feel like jumping in just raise your hands I think I think you actually have the ability to come up on stage anyway because you have the role of a barrister but yeah I like it I mean I I like this idea I feel like it's quite meaty. Um, I, you know, if you had to ask me, uh, would would this be a dedicated role, a new role? Do we need a chief stability officer? I would just turn it right back uh, on you and say, I don't know, do we? Do you? Um, how stable is the organization? Uh, how important is stability to you? I mean, I think basically at the heart of it is to... Do a, an audit or a self audit. Um, really get to the bottom of of um, consistency. You know process, and I think even when we discuss process, process itself is you know isn't just about a an SOP manual, right? Is it? Um, process is very much focused um, on. It can be, I think, as soft and ephemeral and directional and conceptual and strategic as it is, this is how we do things, right? This is um, this is the Starbucks way. This is the Nando's way. This is the Nike way. This is the Coca-Cola way. Of course, that way is generally going to be documented um, and followed by all. There's no question about it. Um, but also, you know, process can also be Process can also be, in a way, the lack of process. And what I mean by that is, if you create a culture where people are empowered, where people um, are encouraged to use their initiative um, to problem solve, um, you can't like obviously, you know, document. You can document the fact that people should be able to. Um, make certain judgment calls themselves, but you can't document what the scenarios are going to be or what that call is going to be. You can govern those as well. You know, actually, the one that I'm thinking of in my mind, it's a very famous example that, that people talk about is the Ritz Carlton. So, um, and I always caveat by saying that this may have been, you know, it's funny because like consultants or speakers will talk about this like it happened yesterday. But the reality is no one even, like, I mean, truthfully, no one even knows if it's true. I think it is. Uh, And if so, um, whether the process or whether the actual practice, I should say, not process, but the practice, was stopped like 20 years ago because of budget cutting. But as the law goes, you know, as the myth goes, as the legend goes, as the story goes, and let's assume it is still the story, that anyone in the Ritz-Carlton that is customer-facing has the ability to make decisions or judgment calls that involve money. Um, And I don't know the number, but I always used to say like, you know, that let's say up to $2,000, I made that up, without having to get the approval of a a superior or a boss or a supervisor, etc. So the example that was always used is, you know, um, a business executive is stays at the Ritz Carlton and the next morning they're in their three piece suit. We're going to just, you know, uh, assume that they're male because it's we're going 20 years ago or 30 years ago, whatever. Uh, they're male and they've got their old fashioned attache, you know, briefcase or whatever the case may be. And they're standing on the side uh, on, you know, the, uh, by the curb, um, hailing a cab or waiting for a cab to pull out. Um, they're not waiting for the, the you know they're actually let's say by the road and it and it's been raining the night before and a truck comes by and just like hits a pothole or hits a um a, um a, a water or a bout of water you know just a, a amount of water and the water splashes up and literally wets soaks that executive from head to toe they are literally soaked they their suit every you know every Everything is basically ruined. There's no way that they're going to be able to get to their meeting. Maybe it's the most important meeting of their life, an investor meeting, whatever the case may be. Um, and um, at once, a porter, a bell, you know, a bellhop, however you want to call it, um, pulls them aside and actually says, come with me, takes them into the boutique, into the clothing uh, boutique, and um, and uh, says pick anything up or, or uh, we, we need to put you in a new suit and basically chooses a bunch of things with it, or they choose a bunch of things, a shirt, uh, a tie, um, a jacket, um, matching pants, um, socks, hell, even shoes. Maybe it comes to about $2,300. Um, they change and they go to their meeting. Now, The as the story goes, or as you know, as people would talk about from a customer service standpoint, um, that porter, that bellhop, even the most lowly customer facing person in the entire organization, had the ability to make a judgment call, were empowered to actually help them solve their problem in this particular case. Now, just to you know, be clear, um, in this example, this doesn't mean that they reign supreme. This doesn't mean that they run amok. This doesn't mean that they can abuse the system um, and just do it for their their buddies or their or their cousins, etc. They still would most likely have to fill out a report, you know, and and stand up to some kind of governance or scrutiny, you know, in terms of being able to say, oh, that's interesting. Who is the person? Um, uh, um, you know, sell, sell who? You know. Um, it would have to be a person who did, in fact, stay at the hotel. Um, who you know, there was a record of them staying in the hotel. Um, there'd be the ability to, I mean, you like, well, did anyone talk to them afterwards? Before, um, you know, where is the where is the dry cleaning bill? Um, so it wouldn't be that hard, I suppose, um, to be able to verify. You know, trust then verify. Um, but at the same time, if you've created a culture in the organization. Then it wouldn't just be about. Um, gee, I wonder if uh, you know if uh, if George pulled a fast one on us. You know, if you're all basically on the same page again, if you're all stable under the auspices of the chief stability officer, you're less likely going to try and 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 beat the system or bend the rules or break the rules or cut corners or be able to pull that fast one. So culture itself. Um, you know, there can be a process associated with with lack of process. Um, the ability to create this framework, um, you've many of the regulars have heard me say this, which is I don't care if you give me a tight framework, a small framework, a tiny, tiny restricted or even constricted box, you know, um to have to act inside i would say you know they say think outside the box act inside the box just let me operate freely and liberal inside so i don't care how constrained it is or how narrow or, or restricted it is just at least give me the ability inside to operate with a certain degree of freedom flexibility independence autonomy or create or creativity um, as well, and so that is when process is you can have a process which is essentially the lack of process. it is still a process, and the lack of process does not imply chaos it it's the exact opposite it's actually order it's finding order from chaos. in fact, the lack of process, the process of the lack of process is designed to find order within chaos because of the ability to solve problems. Better, cheaper, faster, or just you know, with more humanity, with more heart, um, with more um, authenticity, with you know, etc. Uh, humanity absolutely will trump at the end of the day. So, that is my uh, spiel today on um, the chief stability officer. Do companies need one? Um, I would say yes. I would say yes. I would say the sooner the better. And if it isn't a unique title and a unique role and a unique, you know, compensation, giving it to our executive recruiters in the audience, um, it might be just, um, it might just be an additional role. So, you know, going back to EOS, for example, um, you know, one of the things when we create the accountability chart is we give five roles, Right, five roles, and one of those roles could be, you know, P and L. One of those roles could be, could be uh, lead gen, inbound lead gen, and one of those roles uh, could be, um, you know, customer uh, retention or um, or voice of the customer. Well, one of those roles could also be stability, stability as defined as defined by boom, 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 right. Um, keeping things moving uh, with harmonic resonance. When everyone is rowing in the right, in the same direction at the same time, you actually end up with magic. That is the whole point here. You know, stability does not mean safety and security. Um, It does mean, and it doesn't, and even predictability, it doesn't necessarily mean that. You know, stability does not mean, you know, I just want a stable job. It doesn't have to mean settling, right? It can, but it doesn't have to mean settling for, you know, a safe, comfortable, protected environment. It could be the exact opposite. What it does do, I believe, is it gives you a fighting chance. It gives you a fighting chance to uh, move from the back foot to the front foot, to not always feel like you're reactive or defensive or in a corner, to actually feel that when you have that solid, stable ground, that foundation, you have the ability to grow, the ability to build, the ability to innovate, you know the ability to adapt and move forward. That is what stability means uh, to me. You know The consistency is not, as I said, it's not settling. It almost becomes the ante up. Stability is the ante. You want to play the high-stakes game of, you know, corporating, uh, businessing, entrepreneuring in 2023? You better, better make sure that you are stable on every level, right? And that's why it's so much more, as I said, than principles and practices and processes. Um, it is very much associated with... um Eliminating the, the chaos of human of humans. Right? When you have the politicking and the infighting and the passive aggressiveness and you know when you have people that either don't want don't want it badly enough or don't like one another um, or are not committed or are on the fence or confused, all those people issues, that does not lead to a very stable environment. An environment that is conducive um, for the kinds of and can withstand the pressures, external or otherwise, uh, the chaos that we feel every single day. You know, as business owners and operators, etc. You know, so the people element is just absolutely critical. I'm almost wondering whether you know I started off today saying. You know whose department would it fall in, fall in, or fall under? That's why I'm just not sure. We spoke about stability in marketing and branding, but now I feel like you know stability in, in operations is an easy one, right? Custom assurance, QA. Um, but what about stability uh, from an HR standpoint? Suddenly, I'm thinking if I'm the chief people officer, or the chief culture officer, or just you know in charge of of HR in general, I'm like. Yeah, I think stability lives inside my department. I think I'm the person that needs to promote and ensure and, and implement, you know, and, um, and um, execute against stability because if my people, if our people are not stable, then, you know, nothing else will be. So that's kind of where I'm going to leave it today. Um, we've got about four minutes left. Anybody like to jump up on stage? Now is your time. Anyone want to comment? Anyone want to come up on stage in Discord? Now is your time. Actually, it's been your time since 8.45. If not, um, I, will, uh, um, I will stably wind down and, uh, and please say to Clubhouse, don't steal my content today. Don't own my likeness, my Ken likeness. Don't own my South African voice. Go create your own. You can actually use an AI. Um, You can even come up with your own jingle. you can't just jump on stage when I've like done my closing music, etc. Uh, but fine, go for it. Manifest in different ways, but that was my little uh, color to your love it. The chief, the chief caring. Well, when the chief stability officer is the chief caring officer, um, you know, it doesn't seem like this sits in ops anymore, does it? Seems like it's nope. Um, no, I think you know, and 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 just as a final thought to people that are here today, um, the all of this just comes from me listening to a podcast about AI, about technology, stability, thinking of the word stability, taking that word, applying it in a different context, in a different meaning, and suddenly you've got the impetus for a one-hour piece of content today that can be transcribed, that can be um, uh, written into an article, a point of view, a Harvard business review. Hell, entire business could be created around it. Um, new roles, new titles. Um, you know, from a recruitment standpoint, um, there's something there. This doesn't feel this doesn't feel like just something like a throwaway idea or statement. Um, and so that's why I've always said, you know, just always keep your eyes and ears open um, when you're when you're even in today, like listening to this. Let's just say you were on the treadmill, walking the dog. Um, if something, if you remember something that you're like, wait a second, there's something there. I want to, I don't want to let it go. Uh, go back if necessary and listen to it again or or just remember it, jot it down, put it into your, your iPhone, um, et cetera, and then just keep building. And that's exactly what I did. You take, you know, in every conversation, there is a seed or a kernel for a new conversation. So think about that for a second. What was the seed or kernel today that that I can take and you can take with you into your next conversation? Because the one that I took into today's conversation was just a throwaway word, stability. Just like with Rhonda um, from a few weeks ago when she said listening intensely and that came and birthed the concept of intense listening as well. Um, so uh, it's 8.59, praxum I'm glad, as always, you jumped up. And, uh, and for those of you in, um, in, on Clubhouse, in Clubhouse, in the Clubhouse, uh, come back tomorrow, 8 to 9 a.m., um, Monday through Friday um, and uh, remember if you do if sometimes you come into Clubhouse and we're not there it means one of two things one uh, it may mean that we're no longer there uh, two it could mean that that I am traveling or something and so you know my default is always going to be to favor discord um, so moving forward you know if I can only be in one place I'll be in discord if I can't be anywhere um, then I'll ask someone else to actually be in Discord. So people like our regulars, like like Praxim or Bez or Christopher or Shadows um, in the past, have been able to come and lead our sessions in Discord. Maybe you will become a regular and want to lead it in Discord as well. We would love for that to happen. Um, so, yeah, so that's all I wanted to say to you today. Um, go vegan world, peace and love and justice. What a great way to end today i agree um i will leave you as well with three words um amor veritas and vigor what do i mean by that you're just gonna have to stick around this week and i will tell you all about amor veritas and vigor see you guys have a wonderful day bye